Welcome to the Spiritual Nomad Podcast, a space for the spiritually curious to explore faith in new and meaningful ways. Open your heart and mind and journey with your host, Luke Bricker, into greater spiritual freedom. Everyone, welcome to the Spiritual Nomad Podcast. This is my friend, Quantal. We know each other from... Uh, Instagram, like everybody. Uh, but the difference is, like a lot of the other people that have been on the podcast, the difference is uh, I was working at a, a church in Oceanside and we were converting half of our old building into being a co working space, a creative space uh, for people to come and drop in and do work and, you know, just a way to serve the community, rethinking. Uh, these church buildings and real estate, you know, that people only gather there for an hour on Sundays. And other than like an AA meeting, like the building was empty, you know, and so it's like, how do we make use of our space? And so we were, you know, renovating, remodeling and doing that. And um, through Instagram, the, you know, Rising Tide co-work Instagram, we, we've crossed paths and uh, Quantal dropped in a couple times to work. And, um, you know, as we were in like, construction phases you know like so like halfway done things you know but uh it was it was cool and so uh, I think it was one time you were there and we were talking and somehow like Michael Beckwith got brought up in our conversation oh that's what it was we had a uh, a tenant who was a assistant for a, um, a motivational speaker named Lisa Nichols and she does a lot of work with Michael Beckwith. She spoke at like Agape uh, Spiritual Center up in uh, Beverly Hills and stuff. And then, so she was working there. And then um, it, we had that connection. I think we just started talking about like who ne Lisa Nichols was, who she was like the assistant for or whatever. And then started talking about Michael Beckwith. And then we're like, oh, hey, we have like a lot of spirituality things in common, you know? So uh, thanks for joining me here to to talk about some of the, the spiritual life. We've talked a lot about your creativity, which I want to talk about. It all is, it all belongs, it all connects. But yeah. thanks for for joining me here for this conversation, man. Awesome. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, um, with a lot of your creative work. So I know, obviously, I know a lot of your story just from talking and hanging out and drinking beers at Bagby or whatever. You know, we've been a few different places around. But uh, for people who are listening, um, what's your like? What's some of your background as far as like, and how did you end up here in Oceanside? Yeah, good question. Um, I'm originally from Tennessee, uh, so from the South. Um, actually, a very from a spiritual religious standpoint, very conservative um, Bible Belt uh, area of the United States. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been there. Uh, I pretty much lived there most of my life. A lot of my friends and family um, are there. And um, yeah, from honestly from there, uh, me and my wife, uh, we were finally sort of at that standpoint. She actually talked to me about Oceanside all the time. And, you know, I was like, oh, you know, whatever. You know, I always felt like I was going to stay there in, in uh, Cleveland, Tennessee, which is where I'm from. And uh, I thought I was going to pretty much stay there forever and or at least in the area. And um, yeah, it's just... Um, things happen. We finally sort of made a decision. Uh, she actually got a job out here and with my work, uh, what I do, you know, I could pretty much work from anywhere uh, as long as I got, you know, Wi-Fi. Uh, right. I'm pretty much good to go. But, um, but yeah, we ended up making the decision to sort of pack up everything. She got the job and we 
had, you know, drove out here. Um, and um, yeah, so getting out here, definitely a um, sort of wide opening experience for me. Definitely, I was, honestly, I was shell-shocked, um, you know, sort of being in a part of the United States and, you know, cult, from a culture standpoint, uh, perspective standpoint, um, even spiritual standpoint, it was just different things that were going on compared to out here. And um, so, yeah, it was almost like starting over from scratch. Um, mm. Honestly, scared to death, but I think at the same time too, it's probably the, the best thing that ever could have happened to me was, uh, was being able to um, get out here, get out of my comfort zone um, and figure out ways to, you know, from the skills and abilities that I have, um, how do I, you know, connect? How do I, you know, um, do the creative work that I love to do? Um, so uh, yeah, it's all it's all a journey, and um, but yeah, definitely definitely happy to be out here. Been out here for about six years now, and um, you know just found my found a way to just sort of um, you know connect with more people, and um, yeah, so it's like I said very deeply in gratitude for for being here and being able to connect with people like you. Yeah, man. So I'm curious too, like in Tennessee, because I moved out here from Indianapolis, Indiana, you know, and so kind of that similar sort of vibes you know midwest the south you know and it's like very bible belty uh very like one way conservative evangelical christianity is like the main thing if you talk about spirituality in any way immediately people are like are you a pentecostal or a baptist and it's like i'm not talking about either of those my man like <laughs> uh so which is fine you know it's different different things are going to serve different people, whatever. But did you grow up like with a, with a history, like in the church with, with religion? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, I've always been sort of uh, sort of weird. I mean, I've always been rooted in the church ever since I was little, uh, been a, you know, in the Baptist, Southern Baptist um, church. And uh, so, yeah, I've always sort of been around that. Um, always been around like preachers and it's sort of weird because even now, like when I look back, um, a, a, a lot of the things that I'm doing now, even with my podcast or even training with, um, you know, helping coach athletes, um, I'm, I find myself sort of in that preacher mode sometimes, um, yeah. which is, which is weird, um, <laughs> around full circle, but, um, yeah, I, I sort of grew up in that and yeah, it was just one of those where, you know, definitely a lot of a lot of concepts uh that you know they how they viewed christianity um i think being able to you know once i got into college and even getting out of college and experiencing life uh coming out here you sort of you know see a um a wider array of of different perspectives and and um you know i, I that's what i feel you know it's sort of born and raised in the Baptist faith, but, um, you know, when you get, you know, you get connected to certain things or, you know, certain events take place, um, it, it tends to broaden your, your vision and, yeah. um, your, your, how you see different things start, start to, uh, not really skew, but it starts to change and, and mold into something else completely different. So it evolves, you know, your experience. Like I think people undervalue the reality of how experience impacts their belief, you know, like my wife and I always talk about it's it's obvious whenever people have like traveled the world or even just traveled to other areas of the United States, you know, like a lot of the people from, you know, 
Southern Indiana are like, you know, they've never really been anywhere other than maybe like the panhandle of Florida for spring break a few times. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's it. They're like Destin, Florida. That's that went and, you know, boogie boarded for a week and came home, you know? And it's like, but the more experience though, people have, like we have some neighbors here that, uh, you know, lived in a van in New Zealand and been in Australia and all through, you know, they met in Bali in a hostel and like all this stuff. And it's like, she comes from a, a you know conservative Christian background or whatever. But whenever you talk about some things that might be a little bit more uh, you know spiritually expansive, she's she doesn't cringe or anything because she's like been in these places in you know Thailand that are like you know Buddhist temples and things. It's like there's a there's a more openness from your experience um, and that you don't. And that's what I think people think too is you don't have to always be like shifting your values all the time. You can just be open to other perspectives and ideas without being defensive and experience is the, the key thing that does that opens you up to at least just thinking about things differently. Uh, I mean, you being a creative, you probably already have more of an open mind towards that, you know, but yeah, did that change? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it was already sort of, uh, I guess when you're in that cradle space, it, it you know, you're always, you're, you're sort of playing around in that realm anyway. And it's, it's one of those where I, I think, now um I, I think it's going just a little bit deeper for you know for me obviously i'm still still learning but I, I think who i was even 10 years ago was completely different from who i am now yeah. and um and that's and that's good you know if it's when i was aware if i still have those core beliefs or core um you know uh not necessarily values but you know it's like i feel like this you know you know if i can say something about it even if we're describing you know being a baptist you know i'm like i'm southern baptist i'm like this is the only way to go you know if you even think about yoga or meditation or 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 anything like that uh buddhism uh any kind of other faith then you're you know you're you're wrong trying to prove that and instead of and we actually talked to this um you know we was talking me and my brother and and um he he tends to be um you know he's got his own little thing that he's doing right now and we were you know just talking and um you know I think he's starting to sort of open up to to some other things and you know it's it's one of those where like I always sort of see it as you know all these philosophies all these different quote-unquote religions um we're all going up the same tree um and we're looking for um that that higher power we're looking for God you know whoever that you um praise to but um you know if if i'm looking to try to climb up if i'm looking to try to get a a higher awareness of myself if i happen to you know while i'm climbing that branch if i happen to have a smaller branch from another philosophy or another religion that's going to help support me as mm. i go up um it's not going to say hey i'm you know that i don't need to disregard that branch no everything you know co you know everything um, merges together in some way or fashion so yeah be open to you know getting other insights from from other other people um people that's had just crazy experiences um be willing to sort of learn and sort of figure out you know why you know what how did you feel you know what what you know insights did you get from that um i, I think once you uh once you get into that kind of mindset i, I really feel like things start to uh, open up for you and uh, you're you're more uh, available for 
for a, a deeper, deeper insight, I believe, when, um, when life, when God sees that you're uh, available for it. Sometimes we mm. get sort of closed in and constricted because we feel like, or so dogmatic and feel like I am right, you are wrong. And what if none of that was, what if, hey, look, you are just working from a different perspective, a different awareness. And once I, once I'm able to understand that and know, hey, look, I, I respect and love where you're coming from. Um, and if you're available for, you know, to, to sort of learn different things, then, hey, yeah, let's, let's talk. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of those where I, I think once you sort of get out of that mindset and sometimes you have to go into, you know, you have to experience different things to be able to do that. And uh, was that for you moving out here? Like, were you a little bit more in that, like, uh, tribal us and them in and out Christian mentality in Tennessee? Or did that begin to break open before you moved here? Yeah, it definitely started shifting before we got out here. Um, you know, it was when I was where uh, my, my wife, she had, you know, just introduced me to, to yoga and, and uh, you know, starting to practice that and, you know, feeling like, hey, you know, it's, there's a lot of, you know, you start to uh, dive a little bit deeper into the concepts of yoga and it's like there's a lot of stuff that um, you know that can help the human uh, the human body and the, the mind and the spirit um, yeah I can still <laughs> you know go to church and read my bible and still you know meditate and do yoga and stretch and be in union with my body there is nothing completely you know there's nothing wrong with that at all um, would there be a time in your life where you would think that was wrong though yeah yeah uh, yeah, I was, yeah, definitely when I was younger and, you know, I was sort of deep in the sort of uh, Pentecostal Baptist, um, you know, faith, you know, it was just one of those where I felt like, you know, it was, you know, it was a sin to do certain things or, you know, just any, just all kinds of right things like that. But um, it, it, it's one of those where once you experience various things and you you find yourself being more open and more receptive you're like well it's it's like no it's quite it's, it's all right you know and i think once you start questioning uh, yourself and you start asking more questions and mm -hmm. you start inquiring i think that's when you get some of the greatest um answers and things start opening up for you um i think being introduced to something like that and uh with, with yoga and meditation and feeling like well all i'm doing is just incorporating this into my own um, personal values and my philosophy, mm -hmm. um, you know, about, about life, about God. Um, it, I think it expanded even more once I got out here and I sort of saw, you know, just how people, you know, how people were, how they lived, um, you know, how they just, a lot of them were just in gratitude, um, you know, with life, you know, just how people sort of relaxed, um, you know, just coming from the East coast, you know, it was real, just like, just a, just a real workers mentality, um, yeah. which, which I still have, but at the same time too, I know, Hey, look, you know, I don't have to be so hard on myself with a lot of things, you know, I can have a glass of wine and be fine. Um, yeah. you know, it was just one of those where I felt like, okay, if I drink something, that's, that's a sin, that's it. <laughs> and, you know, it's just now just, um, talking with different people from various backgrounds, even on my podcast and, and, um, you know, my creative work, um, I feel just sort of expanded even more coming out here and, and, you know, learning different philosophies, learning different concepts. Yeah. And 
and knowing, hey, all of this, um, I think everything sort of interconnects in, in various ways in some, some way or fashion. And I think understanding that and connecting the dots mm. um, allows me to have greater insights and, and to, to really be able to express and be as authentic as I, could, I can be. Yeah. What, were, what are some of those like concepts and insights? Like were there people that were along the way, like a Michael Beckwith type or like, what was it? I mean, you mentioned about yoga and meditation. Um, like what, tell, talk to me about like the, 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 the mind expansion that happened, the evolution that happened. Like what were things that you were letting go of and what was replacing those like different ideas, concepts, philosophies, just ways of living like in like the, the real transformation, you know, what, what were those things? What were they marked by? Um, yeah, great question. Um, I think it's one of those where um, I, I think once you um, start to become a seeker, um, things start popping up in front of you. Uh, that's probably already been there. You just have to be at the right awareness to, to see it. And I, I think just in a lot of uh, circumstances where um, I, I'll say, honestly, Besides, um, you know, wanting to incorporate more uh, yoga uh, and doing, you know, starting to practice meditation and, and doing that, really, it, it's sort of weird. When, when I started researching on my, on my book that I started working on and I wanted to put in all these different concepts uh, and I started, you know, reading more on um, more of the esoteric teachings and just, you know, even with Michael Beckwith and the things that he, he talks about, um, you know, going to uh, Greg Braden and his, his um, concept between science and spirituality, mm-hmm. um, talking about uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza um, yeah. and how, the, how incredible the human body actually is. And I start, you know, on all this stuff I've been researching for my, you know, just for my book. And the more that I, I research and learn, like I find something new from, from one book. I'm like, oh, who's this? And then I search for another book and, like, <laughs> yeah. and then I search for another book. And that's, that's really how it's, how it's been. Like, and I'll sit there and I absorb all this. And, you know, uh, while I'm obviously while I'm doing research, but I'm absorbing all this information and, you know, learning how to practice and implement this information. And, um, and, and not to say it, you know, it's just one of those where it's just like, I'm at this certain point and that's it. No, it's just, it's just one of those where, um, I've just become more, uh, really more aware of, mm. of who I am and where I am right now and being perfectly uh, fine in the present moment. Um, yeah. Not feeling like, oh, I should be at this point or I should be, you know, at such and such point. It's just right now, um, you know, right now, who I am right now is the, 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 the best expression of who I could be right now. Um, and mm. that's something that I, I try to, um, I just try to be, you know, even if it's sharing knowledge, um, you know, it's, it, it's one of those where I think, I think Michael Beckwith, like I said one time in one of his, um, uh, one of his, uh, uh, preachings, but, you know, just, just talked about, I'm, I'm, I'm just real big on planting seeds and, mm. you know, I'm, I'm wanting to figure out ways to, um, circulate that energy, circulate that knowledge and the wisdom. And that's something that I believe Jesus did. He did it in stories. Um, but he yeah. was trying to figure out ways to, um, uh, to gr- raise the awareness of the, the human, uh, the human mind and the, and the spirit. 
um, he had to do it in a way that could connect for, for people. He can't just say, hey, look, you know, what if I told you you are a living God right now and, and God's within you? Uh, you have everything that you need. You don't, yeah. have to, you don't have to have me to tell you that. Yeah. Uh, so it's just one of those where people want to, you know, they need someone to sort of guide them. Um, but uh, I think that's in all cases, uh, including me. But um, I just feel like, you know, once you get awareness of that knowledge, it's not meant for you to just hoard in. No, you have to sort of figure out ways to share and circulate it. So even through the podcast, I figure out ways to, um, sort of put in like little uh, little tidbits of, of of things without just going too over the top or yeah and um, working out with my my fighters you know I talk to them every Wednesday and uh, and I'll share little things that I I might have read or or learned about and sometimes yeah we talk about you know our you know our vibration we talk about energy we talk about spirit um, yeah. and it's one of those where I but I say it in a way that where it helps for them to connect from their awareness level. So I've told them before, I was like, look, what I say to you, you may not even get until a year later. And I'm yeah. perfectly fine with that. Um, I, and I think some some people feel like you have to have the perfect, even with preachers, I mean, you feel like you have to have the perfect, uh, you know, uh, the perfect sermon uh, every every Sunday or something like that. Right. So it's like one of those where you have to, you just connect with people on their awareness level. If I can say something, and it, it sort of hits your ears and hits your heart. You know, it may not, it, it may take a year for that, for that to gestate and sort of, you know, get in your system. And then if I say it again, and you're at a certain um, point in your life or life experience, now you can be like, oh, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, and that's something that, that I enjoy. And that's something that I've always been um, willing, um, willing to do. So, so I'm curious, like, you use some language like vibration and you use the language like awareness and things like what, when you're, you're referencing those things uh, for some of our listeners, I think they're still in this shift. They're still understanding like some other ways like um, of, of explaining and living into these things. So like when, when you're talking to that, like what, what is that to you? Like, what is that to, and how did you get to from being a you know Southern Baptist to talking to people about you know uh, patterning their vibrations and stuff? You know what I mean? Like, because that just doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like that that just doesn't happen. So like, how did you get to this? What does that mean? You know, what does that mean to you? What is that? What are in practical ways like? What does it mean to to pattern your vibration differently and things? Yeah, um, great question. Um, I, you know, it's definitely been a um, sort of a, uh, it, a, you know, I'm constantly evolving to, to, you know, where I am now, but um, it's just one of those where it's, it's been weird. I mean, it's been one of those, it's just certain points in your life to where you're just, you know, things um, sort of open up and you, you find yourself, like, I find myself being a, just a voracious learner, just like, just learning new concepts, reading from different uh, different teachers and authors, and um, you know, I, and I think personally for me, there's something that I'm seeking. Mm -hmm. um, even researching the book, I find myself, you know, while I'm developing the story and these characters, you know, is like, you know, I find myself like, what, like, what am I actually searching for? Mm -hmm. um, and I sort of figure out a way to sort of craft a story and using these characters as a way to 
sort of find that answer. Um, but uh, but yeah, with with awareness, you know, it's just really um, it just comes down to having a um, you know to paraphrase the I believe it was uh, Dr. Dispenza. I believe it was um, having an open focus. Um, you know, mm. just, you know, you know, not not necessarily focusing on one thing uh, per se, but just being um, really just being aware or being um, expansive to everything around you at that present moment. Yeah. Um, and I, I think as far as from a practical standpoint, you know, we, we can get, um, you know, really wild with a lot of these concepts, but from a practical standpoint is um, just being uh, mindful, just being, you know, just listening sometimes. Sometimes it could be, sometimes it could be as much as um, not texting while you're talking to someone mm. uh, or it could be, um, you know, walking on the beach and, you know, just, you know, picking up rocks or just enjoying the, 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 you know, the breeze or smelling the, the sea salt from the water um, and not really focused on, oh, what I got, I got things I got to do tomorrow or I got things that I do in the next hour. It's like, what, what are you doing right now at this present moment? And when you figure out that you have full control of that one frame in time, that's that's everything that you need because those frustrations, the, the the all the things you have to do, it's gonna be there. It ain't you know, it's not gonna end. Um, so being able to sort of create that frame in time to where um, you can just um, you know sort of quiet yourself, get silent. Um, I, I really feel like you know when we pray, you know we're 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 speaking to God. Uh, when we get silent, God speaks to us. Yeah, it's good. And, um, so it's just one of those to where, yes, I'm always constantly, um, you know, talking, you know, asking, not really saying, oh, why, why is this happening to me? No, I, I sort of switched my language to, you know, once I ask the question, um, the answers appear for me. So mm-hmm. if, if I say, hey, look, you know, I wake up every morning, first of all, I tell myself, you know, I'm in gratitude for getting up. But second of all, I, I tell myself, you know, how do I, how do I need to show up today? Um, you know, mm. how do I, you know, how do I need to show up? I need to show up as, you know, someone that's a good husband or good father or someone that's just willing for someone to, you know, maybe someone needs to um, let off their frustrations or they need to, you know, vent or something like that. Just being there as a good friend, um, you know, being someone that, um, you know, perhaps I need to show up as a, you know, creator and, you know, being able to create, you know, amazing, you know, designs for my clients. Uh, sometimes I just, you know, need to be, um, you know, be there for maybe my body and, you know, stretching and doing little things to, to where I, I, you know, you know, really just give gratitude to my, you know, to my joints, to my, <laughs> my feet, because I've put it through some, some crap um, over, you know, the course of 20, 30 years. And, yeah, you're an athlete, you know. Getting gratitude for that, and uh, so it's just like just little things, you know. Even when I'm talking to my to my to my grandkids or talking to uh, to my you know even to my brothers, um, you know, kids, you know, and just talking to them and just seeing the the uh, you know the spark in their eyes sometimes, uh, you know, that is you know something that just being aware of that and knowing that this is you know this is the true essence of God. Like, you know, when you say kids just come up to you and, you know, they love you for no matter what. Yeah. That is, that is God in its, in its truest essence. Yeah. Um, so, 
those, those are things that um, I know I feel like I can, I'm being more aware of. Yeah. Um, even being more aware of when I get irritated with certain things. And sometimes now I you know I, I used to, I'd be like, oh, I get sort of irritated and defensive. And, you know, now I'm like, huh, that's, that's it's like, why are you acting like that? Um, you know, you sort of stop and like, why are you reacting like this? Is this really necessary right now? And, uh, you know, you sort of dive deep and you, you, you sort of figure out, okay, you know, yeah, you got irritated because such and such. But once you become aware of that, now you know you can change different things. You can respond to life mm-hmm. a lot better. I think what happens is we react to everything instead of learning how to respond to life and, you know, feeling like, hey, look, you know, I think once we shift that and we, we say, okay, you know what, I, I'm going to have a great day no matter what things happen maybe yeah. a crazy bill comes in the mail or maybe even one of my clients you know it's like some kind of deadline project um you know things happen but at the same time too i'm gonna be like okay i can either react to all this negatively or i can say okay how can i respond to this in a way that i can you know resolve anything uh, that comes my way um and you know that sometimes it yeah, sometimes things happen. Um, but um, I, I just try to figure out ways to just be more mindful, to be more yeah. aware in those situations, just learning how to just respond better. And I think that's the, the biggest thing anyone can do. You respond, if you can, if you can respond better to, to life or to whatever things come your way, um, then I think um, life can be a little bit easier to, to you. I think once you react from a um, lower vibrational uh, standpoint or from a lower awareness uh, then sometimes you can get yourself in trouble yeah because it's going to mirror everything's going to be mirrored and i think that's one thing that uh understanding some of this uh concept comes into uh reality is that you know it, it really is truly what we put out is what we receive and that's what we're saying is in that vibrational space, like there's a particular feeling that each of us have in the core of who we are. And it's like, if we want more of that, then we need to embody more of that. Whatever we embody, that's what returns. And so that's where people like, get into the law of attraction and things, which I think is is accurate. I think it's science in a lot of ways. You, you do attract those things. And it's like, well, if you want more of these things in your life, then you have to embody that feeling. And meditation for me is exactly that. It's understanding that I am detaching myself from everything else that's around me, all of my desires, all of my fears. You know, I, my biggest thing that I've been releasing from lately is um, learning how to detach from excitement, which is hard for me because I get excited about everything. I'm a very happy-go-lucky person. And, but I also, at the same token, have a tendency to go towards you know, anxiety and worry. And so it's like, that's the same, people don't understand uh, that that's the same um, vibration. It's the same neurological area of your brain that's happening whenever you are excited and whenever you are anxious, you know, it's, it's in that same area. And so it's like, even though the excitement feels euphoric, it's like, if you give into that, then you better be ready for its the yin and the yang, you better be ready for the opposite of that. You know, the higher you go, the harder you fall sort of thing and the deeper it is. And so like, even just to speak to that sort of vibrational thing to, to help people get their head around that is like, 
you know, if I can remain in a place of, um, of consistent, of calm, of steadfast, then I will always be receiving consistent, calm, and steadfast. And at the end of the day, like we want contentment as people, and we want to be able to know that we are provided for and that we are enough and, and all of these things. And if we, we get excited about things, now all of a sudden we're associated with that. And we have to feel the excitement in order to feel validated or in order to feel like we're on the right track. And, you know, sometimes that's not always the case, you know? And so there's a lot of beautiful things that are happening. I've been, there's a book called um, The Surrender Experiment. Oh, and uh, it's a great book, huh? And uh, it's like, I just been surrendering, you know, everything just as things come, I surrender to them. And whether like that guy had all the reason in the world to be excited, you know, about the property he got about building the temple about these businesses about being a billionaire. I mean, he had every reason to be excited. But he he, he did not touch or grip any of those things. Therefore, God said, here is a faithful servant who I can entrust more to, you know what I mean? And so many of us are just clinging and gripping our life in the most smallest ways. And we wonder why we aren't living a full life or an abundant life that Jesus says. And because he says, if you, if you want your life, you got to lose it. You got to be willing to let it all go if you want to experience it fully. And, um, that's speaking to what you're saying. And, and I hope that you can uh, maybe just speak a little bit more about this for a moment about like uh, you mentioned Dr. Joe Dispenza um, and you were talking about even like showing gratitude to like the joints in your body. Like how have you seen that even help with like your recovery and your healing and, and why is it important to speak words of gratitude and to feel gratitude for your body? The Spiritual Nomad Podcast is a ministry of Current Collective Church, a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to holding space to experience the divine in healing and transformative ways that enable us to live into the fullness of a truly abundant life. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider a tax-deductible donation to support our ongoing effort to reimagine spiritual community. Visit thespiritualnomad.org slash give to contribute today. Thank you for your support and partnership. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I've actually, uh, you know, I... I'll hint this at, at, at just a lot of people that I talk to, even a lot of athletes and, you know, they'll be like, oh, no, whatever. Uh, but, <laughs> but I, I truly believe in it. And it's, I'll say it's backed by science. I've always sort of seen myself. I told my, told my wife, you know, if I wasn't a, a creator, I would probably be a, like a researcher. I'd probably be someone that's trying to create theories on everything. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, backed by science. I mean, even, your, your, your cells, everything in your body is constantly getting input. It's constantly hearing everything that you say, every little vibration, every feeling, every emotion, it remembers everything. And, um, you know, and a lot of times, you know, especially with, specifically with, with athletes, um, we put our body through so much, so much uh, just over the course of years, but 
um, I really feel like, um, you know, just once you, once your body knows that you are giving gratitude to itself, um, it will help you out when you, when you ask for it. So it's just one of those where, um, just saying, saying those words, saying those, you know, speaking that out and, and saying to, um, even when I do, it's just like, Hey, look, you know, thank you. I mean, I, I had some issues with, uh, my ankle and uh, my elbow, my, one of my elbows uh, specifically, I'd gotten hurt uh, back in college uh, when I was wrestling and I uh, got it dislocated, tore some ligaments and, you know, my bust wow. up. And um, so it, it's always sort of been sort of sort of kinky, but um, I had some issues with it. And um, yeah, it's just one of those words like, look, um, I tell myself all the time, hey, look, I am a quick killer. Um, I tell that, I tell that to, to myself all the time. And, uh, but just talking to my ankles, talking to my, to my elbow and, Hey, look, I, you know, thank you. You know, I put you through some, through some stuff. <laughs> I just want to tell you, thank you. Uh, I'm in gratitude for every joint cell in my body. Um, thank you for my brain, my heart, my gut, mm. um, all the <laughs> organs in my body. And, uh, it's just one of those, like once, once your body knows that you love it, love itself, it will, it will respond to whatever you need. So it's like, hey, look, you know, I, I love you. I'm gonna take my time with you, but I know I'm gonna get healed. I know yeah. I'm healing. Not not to say, hey, look, oh, I was like, oh, I'm broke down, I'm broke down. Like even at my age, you know, uh, you know, I just, you know, I'm 40, but you know, the people that I usually train and I work out with, they're like 10, 15 years younger than me. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just one of those where um, I tell myself all the time, hey, look, I'm, I'm healing, you know, I, whatever, sickness whatever thing hits me hey look i'm i'm always healing i'm a quick healer and that's something i think once your body hears that all the time that is that is the story that it knows when we tell ourselves oh i always feel like this or i'm always broke down or you know um you know i'm always hurting um that's what your body knows that is the story right now yeah you have to figure out ways to um destroy the old story about yourself before you can bring something new in if you if you tell yourself, hey, look, I want this or I want that. And you're still working from a old paradigm about who you previously were, you're not going to get the healing. Right. So that's why even with Jesus, when he when he healed, uh, when he did his healing, when he did miracles, he told him not to don't go out and share this, um, you yeah. know, keep that healing <laughs> for yourself. Yeah. Um, don't go out and, and proclaim it. Um, so it's, it's just one of those where I, I think once, um, you know, once we get into that mode and we, you know, we start to um, destroy those old paradigms about ourselves, and we say, hey, look, my, my body is, there's so many things that our body's capable of doing without us knowing it uh, right. from a conscious standpoint. So the odds of our body hearing everything, feeling everything that we experience from an emotional, from a physical, spiritual standpoint, they remember everything <laughs> and in yeah. a lot of times we we don't do things to um release that that old toxicity um that old negativity out of our body and sometimes it tends to manifest in in various ways throughout our body um you know even with uh, you know even with the book with uh, um becoming supernatural with uh, dr joe dispenza you know mm -hmm. he's had accounts of people going through his workshops going through meditation doing the breath work, changing their nutrition. And he's seen, he's seen cases where they had 
it was people that had um, stage three, stage four cancer. Doctor yeah. said there was no way you're supposed to be living and got themselves in a, in a mode to where um, their body was able to reset everything for them. Um, they just have, they just had to put themselves in the um, awareness and the paradigm to say, look, yeah. even though physically I'm not seeing this yet, I know the healing is occurring. I know things are coming right now. And I yeah. think once you change that old story about yourself and you bring in a new paradigm, your body, your body automatically resets and shifts. And that's what happened with her. She, in a, I think within a year, she went back to her doctor and, and saw nothing. And he was yeah. just like, what would you do? Um, so it's just one of those where if she's capable of doing that, just, just me from an athletic standpoint, just me saying, hey, look, you know, maybe I have a, you know, um, a, some small injuries or a tear or something like that. Um, you know, yes, do the, do the, do everything necessary, do the, the ice, the rest, that's all necessary. But I, I really feel like if you, you know, if you give that love, you give that attention, you tell your body that, Hey, look, I know we're, I know we're a quick healer. I know we're, we're always healing. This isn't, any, this isn't anything. Um, once we tell our body that our body will respond to how we feel, how yeah. we think about our the story of ourself. If I tell myself, hey, I'm always going to be an energetic, creative, athletic, uh, a dynamic person, my body's going to respond to all that. So even yeah. if something yeah. hits me, it's going to respond quick because that's the, that's the story that you know right now. If we tell ourselves, oh, I'm always tired, I'm always broke down. If something comes, if a sickness <laughs> befalls you and you get sick, your body's not going to be able to respond to anything. Your immunity is going to be shut down because it's that is the story you tell it every right. day. So I think being able to do body talk, being able to tell yourself uh, every day that you know you are a creative, a powerful person. You're you're resourceful. You're always you always have new opportunities coming in. You no, know, you always um, you're always able to share inspiration. Um, you always have insights coming in um, that you can uh, for you personally that you can share out to others and and things that you can implement in your own life. Um, when you tell that story about yourself, things things start coming in, things start flowing through. Uh, if you don't tell you, if you tell yourself, "Oh, I'm not a creative person," or "No, this doesn't," no, I I wish that would happen, but I'm not necessarily like that. Um, those are the stories that we tell. Yeah. And whatever story we tell, you know, that is in our that's our reality right now. So unless you're able to or be willing to destroy the old story, the old paradigm about yourself then you can't get that new healing um, to, to come in. So, yeah, that's so good. I, I mean, the reality is like, I I've experienced this like firsthand, yeah. like really. And it's not just about like what you're saying. It's not just about thinking it or saying it, it's about embodying it. And when you embody it, these things happen, you know? And, and I know that some people are a little, you know, uh, timid to really believe these things, but like, this is a very like ancient technology of using, um, using, we were actually just having a conversation about some of this last night. I had some friends over for a fire and um, we were talking about this and, and just about how a lot of the people of the East and even the ancient Middle East of you know, ancient Egyptians, like they, they knew about this sort of way. Uh, I don't know that there was always exact language for it, but there is. And even in India and Hinduism, the vibration and things, but like, there's always been this notion, and he, one of my friends was like, if we knew that, we were saying in the West, though, we don't really do this, you know? And he's like, 
if this was real, like why, like we would totally be accessing this, you know, all the time. And another person spoke up and they said, well, there's no money to be made on, on uh, empowering people uh, to the fullness of their potential. There's no money to be made there. So why in the world would, would that be? Of course, there's, that's why the, you know, America says, you know, the Western world says, oh, that's just a bunch of woo woo hoax, BS, whatever, you know, like, but when you see that there are results and people who are willing, like a lot of the work of Joe Dispenza, like you're, you, you change whenever it's either a, you've seen real results in someone else or be yourself, you know? And so that's what I love about you, like talking about to your body, seeing the real results of that, you know, affirming yourself in, in who God has uniquely created each of us to be, you know, and wholeness and restoration and freedom and healing is, is, uh, is our God given right and destiny to fill that in. Like we, we are born for, for that sort of life. And, um, you know, people have a lot of uh, pushback against that, especially with the, the times that we live in, you know, but because uh, we do witness a lot of suffering in the world. And that's why people say, well, why do you, you know, there's suffering and things. But what I love is that um, even when, when Jesus was confronted about money, you know, he didn't ever give people a bunch of money because he knew that wouldn't solve their problems. He taught them different ways to think about themselves, their relationship to God and the life that they live. Because he knew that if you can think differently and embody and live differently, you know, money or this or that's neither here nor there. I, it's, it all becomes a part of this one unifying thing of wholeness and there's no lack in wholeness. It's whole, it's full, you know, there's no, no, uh, no empty spaces in that, you know? So I love that. And it, that's something that we've not really talked about much on this podcast, but it's been a reality for my wife and I, and I always say like, um, I always tell my wife that the physical is a manifestation of the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Like we get so caught up in the physical uh, images of things or the, the physical reality, quote unquote, reality of where we're at today. And it's like, those are just manifestations of ourself, where we've been, where we've been thinking. And sometimes there's systems in place that prevent people from experiencing that fullness, whatever. But oftentimes, um, like what Michael Beckwith talks about his book, the life visioning, uh, I listened to it on audiobook, but the first thing is, is saying, I'm not a victim. You know, he talks about, I'm not a victim of everything. So I, you know, if I can get past that now, like, okay, so I'm not a victim of my circumstances or my situations or my, my, uh, things that hold me back now, where do I go to? And I forget the exact order of it, but somewhere along that's like co-creator. And now you're invited to like, oh, Okay. So I can participate in this thing. I can participate in all. And now you begin to see, oh, the second one is like manifester, then co-creator, then whatever. But like you begin to see that like, okay, everything in my life is just a physical representation of something that's invisible, you know? And all of the sudden life begins to open up in incredible ways, you know, like, and so I know we're going to be, you know, coming close to an end here at this, but for you, what has that been like for encouragement for people who are um, not fully bought in to some of these ideas and concepts and, and 
the things that we've experienced, like, what do you do whenever you're confronted with people that don't really think that that is reality or that's just some woo woo BS that you picked up, you know, from somebody who can talk really good, you know, talk really well. Look, here I am trying to talk about talking well, and I'm not even using correct English for it. talking. There's the Midwest in me talking good, you know. Oh, you don't want to see my country slang. <laughs> so, like, how, how do you help people? And I know we've talked about this a lot, like putting it in ways that they understand. But if people are just like, they're listening to this conversation and they're like, I just don't really believe that you can, like that your feeling or your embodiment or your vibration or your thoughts or your speech, like affect your joints. Like, you know, like what, what do you normally do in those sort of situations? Have you been in those situations? Uh, you know what? Not, not really. Um, you know, it, it's just one of, one of those where um, I, I think I've been really good about knowing my audience. And I think Jesus was too. Mm. Uh, and it's one of those where uh, if I'm in the audience to where I know people are more likely receptive to those concepts, then we can, we can, you know, we can talk and talk about different experiences, talk about different things. Cause we, I know everyone's sort of open to that uh, or available to that. Um, if I, you know, say if I'm talking to a, uh, a military guy we get a lot of military that's looking to be a fighter um he's coming through he's coming through with a lot of uh back experiences um that you know i may or may not be able to connect with but what i can do is figure out ways you know figure out who he is and say okay look you know you're looking to become a fighter um and i tell a lot of these i tell a lot of them in there all the time I'm like, look um I'm not the best teacher. I'm not the best coach in the world. Um, my job is to give you a message. And, you know, with that message is to let you know that, like, whatever you're, you know, uh, whatever you're trying to build, you know, if you're looking to be a UFC champion or looking to, um, you know, run, start your own business or do whatever you want to, uh, everybody's on their own uh, unique journey, um, then, you're going to have to work from the inside out. You're going to have to reverse engineer everything. So if, and I've told them, uh, I've given them examples. I was like, look, uh, one example is something that comes to me all the time. I, I've been wrestling for pretty much most of my life. And a lot of these guys, they'll come in and be like, how do you, uh, you know, how do you get in shape for wrestling? Or, you know, it's like, oh, I, I've got to work on my cardio. And because it's wrestling going to be a real high, high paced sport. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those where I, I told him, I was like, well, what, like, what do you believe right now? Um, mm. And, you know, they asked me like, well, what do you mean by that? I was like, if you came in here every day and, and worked out, did everything necessary and you believed that, Hey, I've got bad cardio or I believed uh, I'm, I don't feel like I'm getting in shape. Your body will respond to everything that you just said right now. Mm. That's your story right now. Um, I tell myself all the time, I mean, look, I'm not like in tip top shape, but I know, it's like, I know once I get myself sort of in that state to where I'm just training, I know my body's going to respond. I expect it to, to, Hey, look, I'm always in good shape. That's, that's the things that I tell myself. Like, even if I'm just had done anything for a month, I, my body, my body remembers everything it knows. Yeah. And I, and I know that it knows. So yeah, we, we get back once I, you know, I'm 
get in there training and I'm, I'm doing everything necessary, it, it gets back to where I, pre- you know, where I previously was from a um, athletic standpoint or from a conditioning standpoint. Uh, if you don't believe you will never get in shape, then that is your belief. You will never get in shape. Right. And life will tell you, you will never get in shape. You can do everything necessary. Um, so, and that's something that, um, and I told him this, I was like, you, you, you don't ever get what you want. You get who you are. Mm. So you could get, you could wish for everything on this planet. You could wish for, for healing. You can wish for, you know, anything that you desire. But if you, if you don't embody that, if you, if you are not that thing, mm. you won't broadcast the energy needed to, for it to manifest in your life. And yes. And uh, I think that sometimes where we get uh, caught up, it's feeling like, uh, I want this, I want this, I want this. Instead of saying, okay, wait a minute, let's switch the story. Let's change it up. Because I, and I love, I've loved talking with little kids because they have no difference between what's imaginary and what's real. Right. What if, what if I woke up today, tomorrow, and I literally had everything that I desired right now? What if I had everything I needed right now? What would I do? What would I be doing right now? Yeah. How would I, how would I show up? Who would I even speak to? How would I, how would I speak to people? Would I be more loving? Would I be more giving? If I had everything I didn't, I don't need anymore. What if I could give more, share out, share out more knowledge, share out more wisdom? Cause I don't need it because I, I'm already it. Yeah. So it's just one of those, I think we just, a lot of times, and I, I'll tell them that it's like, you never, you never get what you want. You get who you are. If you are a person that, that knows you're capable of doing incredible things, things just come up naturally to you. Things just happen. Yeah. But if you feel like you're under the old paradigm, the old story and feel like oh, I've done all this work, I've done all this, why is nothing happening? Um, it's because you haven't, you haven't switched into becoming that thing itself. You're chasing after the thing that you're looking, that you're trying to attain instead of being, what if I was that right now? Yeah. And I think once that happens, then things start manifesting, things start shifting for you. And I think that's what Jesus was trying to explain, but he had to explain it in a way for his audience to understand. Totally, totally get that. Man, I I love this. And and to me, I feel like as we wrap up, like if people uh, have questions about this or need to learn more about what it means to embody this sort of lifestyle to see them enter into the fullness. I think Jesus talks about the abundant life as an invitation uh, to something that is happening around us all the time. If you have eyes to see and ears to hear and uh, the, the willingness to give up your life so that you may gain it. Like, you know, if, if people have that, um, just want to encourage them to, to begin to start small with things and to embody this moment, show gratitude and begin to change the narrative of their mind and uh, if they want to reach out, reach out to me, you know, reach out to you. And I uh, just want to give you an opportunity really quick as we close to, uh, you know, plug what you're doing and uh, how people can get in touch with you and uh, follow along with what you do. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, you know, just ways to follow me. You can, um, I'm always on Instagram, so you can, you can definitely send me a DM um, at Quantel Langford, Q-U-A-N-T-A-L Langford. L-A-N-G-F-O-R-D. From what I've seen, I think I'm the only one on Instagram, Quantel Langford. So uh, <laughs> if you find it, you sh- it should be easy to find. Um, you can check out my design studio uh, the, at the Langford Studio. Uh, that's on Instagram uh, or at Langford Design on Facebook. 
or you can check out the podcast. Uh, the podcast is The Creative Brew TV. Um, and like I said, it should be should be easy to find. So it's The Creative Brew. It comes out every Tuesday. Uh, I usually come out with a new episode every Tuesday. So getting close to 100 episodes. Nice. So uh, yeah, definitely just being consistent. Um, but uh, yeah, that's just a mix of branding, a mix of entrepreneurship, mindset, spirituality, wellness, um, comics, sci-fi, all the things that I love. Um, that is the creative brew in its essence. Um, and then if you want to uh, check out the graphic novel, uh, which is um, called Seed, uh, and the first book is the the song of the resonant. Um, so it's a, it's a sci-fi fantasy book, but it's, it's really deeply rooted into a lot of spiritual uh, concepts. Um, if you want to find out if you're a seed, uh, you know, go to uh, a seed book, ser- a seed book series on Instagram and you can check out the artwork and, um, you know, you know, I've got, I'm right now developing, writing, writing my pages right now and looking to, um, my plan is to publish this year. And, um, but yeah, I really, really tr- truly feel like that would be a, a book that Honestly, I don't see it as just a graphic novel. I, I almost see it as a, you know, just a, a book for, for people to gain, gain a, true, a true awareness as far as who they possibly could could be. And I think that's the story um, mm. with the, the characters that I'm developing for that. That's so cool, man. I love it. Well, be sure to check it out, everybody, and uh, give a follow. And thank you so much for joining me here on the Spiritual Nomad Podcast, my friend. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, Luke. listening to the spiritual nomad podcast as always we would love for you to subscribe leave a review and share this channel with a friend if you would like to financially support the spiritual nomad project visit the spiritualnomad.org give to contact luke you can email him directly luke at the spiritualnomad.org or send a direct message on instagram until next time grace peace and love